KDXI 100.3, it's time for tips, topics, issues, and positions, hosted by Dr. Bob Oxley from Dixie State University. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to tips, topics, issues, positions. And today's show, we're going to be looking at the topic being immigration. And the, the issue is going to be DACA. Okay, what we're talking about here is the uh, Deferred Action for Childhood uh, Rivals, and uh, our concern is that uh, President Trump has made a decision to eliminate DACA, and uh, I am very, very happy to let you know that we have Mr. Tyler Todd, who's an attorney, and his expertise is on immigration, so... uh, we're uh, going to be able to talk to him and ask him some questions all about DACA. What is it? And some basic questions about uh, how is it affecting the students here at Dixie State University as well as the families, their families. So, uh, Mr. Todd, welcome Thank to you. the tips. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, my pleasure. Lead, uh, this is a big concern for us. Uh, some of the students uh, that I know here at Dixie State University have already expressed their concerns, and I've sent them over to the Multicultural Inclusion Center, and uh, I understand you are going to be on campus today, so we took advantage of that, and we invited you over to our studio. Um, can you just, first of all, can you explain to those people that are out there, our listeners, that what is this DACA? What is that all about? Well, that's a great question, and unfortunately, what was DACA uh, now with President Trump's termination of the of the act? It was we most commonly referred to as the Dream Act, and it enabled young immigrant individuals um, to obtain a work permit, to obtain a social security number, which is a big deal. Yes, and and basically provide some stability um, to avoid deportation. Wow. So here we go. President Trump comes out with his infamous tweets a few weeks ago and says, I'm going to eliminate uh, uh, exp- that when uh, DACA expires, I'm going to eliminate it. Uh, so what does that mean to students that uh, are uh, here? Uh, one question I've got for you is if DACA is dissolved, uh, will the students still qualify for in-state in-state tuition under uh, House Bill 144? Currently, if they if they're under DACA and they um, if they currently are under DACA, yes, right. It, it, it dissolving, from what we understand, essentially eliminated any new applications. Okay, okay. and then if you are set, if your permit is set to expire between September 5th. And March 5th of 2018, you have to get your renewal in by no later than October 5th. So next week. Wow. So uh, the short answer is we believe so in regards to if you're currently under DACA, then yes. Okay. Here's another one for you. If uh, DACA is dissolved, can the students still apply for private scholarships? Uh, I'm looking at uh, Senate Bill 253 and looking at uh, for our students at, in Utah. Sure. And under those requirements, they may still satisfy those requirements. Um, again, if they're current DACA recipients and holders, then the answer, I believe, would be yes. Okay. If, if they are not DACA 
permit holders, then I would have to look a little more closely to the statutory regulations and requirements, but it, that might be iffy. Okay. Here's another one for you. I'm loaded with them today. Bring them on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dixie State University students. Uh, some of them expressed to me that they're concerned about their personal information being released and investigations going on. There's all sorts of anxiety out there. Um, can you relate to that as far as our students? Should they be concerned about their personal identity and being made public? Well, if I'm, I wouldn't be too concerned with that information being made public. Is it subject to immigration officials? Yes. Oh. And of course they knew that anyone having filed a petition knows that uh, once you file a petition with the with immigration, your your information will be known to immigration officials. Will they act on that? I don't think so. Okay. Unless they are committing crimes and subjecting themselves to immigration officials, I don't think immigration officials are taking affirmative action to pursue individuals with information with immigration officials, but um, I'm, I'm not super concerned about that information going public. Okay. <clears throat> so here's the big question for the day. Where are we with this? It just seems like uh, the president comes out with these tweets and uh, disrupts a whole s- section of our population, uh, creates anxiety. Uh, wh- where do we stand with this? Are we, are we moving forward? I mean, who has to have the, uh, who gives the approval? There's a tremendous amount of anxiety, and that's the unfortunate part. Um, it obviously, regardless of what side of the aisle you fall on, I think everyone's in agreement that the tweets and and the anxiety that's being caused and is unnecessary, quite frankly. Okay. Uh, is there a need for reform in the on the immigration front? Absolutely. I, I hope that was the intended purpose of the dissolution, that we need something better. And DACA had its faults. DACA, although quite successful in the sense that there were uh, over a million applicants, about 800,000 renewals, uh, it fell really, really short of their anticipated numbers. Um, And and I think the the, the, the most glaring shortfall with DACA was that it really gave no path to citizenship. Yes. It provided a work permit, provided a social security number, which are wonderful things. I don't want to minimize that, but it, it really fell short in the sense that where was it going? And, and hopefully with some of the new legislation that's been proposed, uh, the DREAM Act of 2017, the Bridge Act, and, and most recently the Succeed Act, all of that legislation at least provides a path to lawful residency and then citizenship. And, and that really is where we need to get to. Okay. That's all through Congress, right? The U.S. Senate, the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, Correct. Any, any idea? Uh, they're in committee, I guess. Well, I mean, the biggest challenge has been we've had the DREAM Act that was proposed in 2010, and that was primarily a Republican bill that never passed. Then two years later with President Obama's uh, executive order of DACA. So... The, the four or five bills that are, have, that are being proposed currently are all coming out of the House. And, and that's typically where they've stayed, which has been the problem, because once they get to the Senate, the Senate has been really the, the, 
the hurdle that we haven't been able to overcome. With Senator Hatch's proposal September 25th, uh, on Monday, we we at least have a bill that's been proposed out of the Senate. So if we can get the House on board, which historically has not been the problem, we, we may have something. Oh, that's that's encouraging. So that's encouraging, and I, from what I understand, and I, you know, I don't know. You, you always believe the internet, right? So, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> from, from what I've seen on the internet, President Trump has at least uh, given some form of endorsement to the Succeed Act, and 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 that's merit based. That's employment, job, and then um, of course you have to have arrived. Most of these bills, you have to have, a, have arrived in the United States prior to uh, 2012, okay, and then have a continuous amount of living in the United States, and you have to have some education and work and requirements, but that's right now what appears to be the most, that has the most momentum. All right. Now, my, my last question, all right? I. There's a, there's a segment of our society that are saying that uh, there were illegal immigrants when they came over. Uh, they didn't go through the process of getting uh, their attempting to get their citizenship, and we're concerned about that. Why? You know, the question always, and I've been asked this a number of times. The question is, why? If they didn't go through the process towards citizenship, then why should we be that concerned about? The children, and I, I, I know that sounds sounds cold, but I have to. Uh, that's that's what the show's all about. Got to put it on the table. What uh, what kind of a response do you have to that type of inquiry? Well, look, it's not necessarily an invalid question, and there's there's always two sides to every tortilla. We know that if you have children, there's always two sides of the story, and so recognizing that. Um, how do you reconcile individuals that have not come over legally, okay, and then provide relief to their children? Some people believe that they've come specifically for that, to come have naturally born U.S. citizen children and then seek relief from those children thereafter. Well, it's not as simple as that either. And, and that's what, I, I, the best way I can answer this is people need to get informed. They really need to learn both sides of the issues and understand some of those perspectives that that really have merit on both sides. And and I think those people that really are those that bark the loudest are the least informed and the least educated. That's within my experience. And so I would just recommend and advise those individuals that feel passionately about the issue to make sure they're informed on the issues. And, and make sure that they understand all perspectives because there are multiple perspectives on the immigration issue. Uh, there are many, many good people that come across our borders illegally and do so to one, to provide a better life for their families and children and do so because the conditions from where they're coming from are either one, very dangerous or, or horrendous. And, and those, might, those might be synonymous one with another, but there are very valid reasons why people come across these borders illegally. Um, for those that, that don't, and I, I don't know the numbers or percentages, then, then certainly there's arguments. And I think that's why we still don't have a bill that's passed. But the bills, I think, that are being proposed are, are with an effort to reconcile some of all those issues. And, and, 
and there's multiple perspectives and I, and I, there's, there's merit on both sides. And I think that's the biggest challenge. Um, and that's why we are now 30, 40, 50 years into really what the, 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 the root of the dream act. And we still don't have solid legislation, but hopefully it's coming. Um, because now the number of individuals and families that are being affected by immigration are growing. Historically, it may not have touched you. It may not have concerned you. But now I think, uh, to the credit of our, our great country, more and more people, it's, it's touching them in some capacity, whether it be a coworker, a friend, a family member, um, an in-law. It's, it's, now it's becoming an issue where I think we have to be more, more, more informed, more aware, and, um, and, and hopefully we're doing something about it. And the world is becoming more in- interdependent every day. Absolutely, this is. We a, found that out in two thousand eight. We live in a small world, and um, the media is not always um, indicative of really what the beautiful world we live in, the people that we live around, and and hopefully we can recognize that and understand that. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I want to thank you, uh, Mr. Tyler Todd. He's our attorney that came in and took time out of a busy day and relayed some great information and hopefully our listeners out there uh, understand a little bit more about immigration and more more specifically about DACA and some of the bills that are being considered and we just hope that uh, it moves forward. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Tips this week. This is Topics, Issues, and Positions and we'll bring up a new topic and issue in about two weeks. So thank you very much and have a great day.